Are you someone who adores 2000s to 2010s hip-hop and popular music who wants to break it down in more depth? Well, you've come to the right place. My name is Chris Cataldo, and this is the Club Paradise Podcast. My goal here is to analyze music, provide cultural context, and my overall opinions on individual songs as well as full-length albums. Although I'm not your typical quote-unquote music guy and have no professional experience in analyzing content, I enjoy listening to music a ton, like most people do. I think music has a special place for everybody. It's really a language that everyone can speak and relate to. Everyone has opinions on music, and that's why it's so fun to talk about it in great length. As this podcast starts, the first season is going to chronicle the discography of a man who truly epitomizes that time period and has commanded popular music and popular culture ever since. This man is Aubrey Graham, who you might know more commonly as Drake. You'll be hearing this analysis through the eyes of a suburban middle-class 20-something who had Drake's music become the soundtrack of his formative years. I've been there through Drake's whole career to date, almost like a play-by-play, judging and critiquing his music right upon its release and adding it to the music library immediately after. My only real claim to fame is that in 2021, I was in the top 0.5% of Drake listeners in the world on Spotify. And then in 2022, I jumped up to the top 0.1%, which is roughly the top 68,000 people on Spotify in the world. I know the good stuff, the bad stuff, the highs, the lows, the bangers, and the slow jams. So strap in as we dig in on all things Drake. Drake is a pretty complicated person. His many differing personas, constant social media virality, and the often questionable song lyric all contribute to his growing identity. At the end of the day, almost everybody from the ages of 15 to 35 has an opinion on him. And if you actually ask people what they thought of him, you surely would get a range of different answers. It is easily forgotten, but when Drake breaks onto the scene with his now acclaimed mixtape So Far Gone, he was far from beloved, actually quite the opposite. This was a type of sound that had started with Kanye's 808s and Heartbreak, the idea of this singing rap style that softened hip-hop as a whole and helped to widen the demographic of listeners while propelling hip-hop into the forefront of popular music. Older hip-hop heads of the late 90s and early 2000s were quick to criticize and did not embrace that times were changing and the sounds were changing. Artists at this time were also criticized for their excessive use of sampling, saying how unoriginal songs had become. And in Kanye's case, as well as others, the use of autotune. Many critics of the time thought this was cheating, or it wasn't even hip-hop at all, as it wasn't as widely known how much goes into production of autotune in music. If you listen to Cole Kushner on the Dissect podcast, which I'd highly recommend, he goes into great depth on analyzing Kanye's My Dark Twisted Beautiful Fantasy, and you can see how much thought and production was going into music at this time. And nevertheless, Ye and Drake ventured forward. Early in Drake's career, it was really hard being a Drake fan. He was a soft guy, and not many people wanted to hop on the Drake train, even though the same people would be bumping his music at parties and in their car radios. If you said you were a Drake fan circa 2010, you'd be met with an eye roll, and you immediately had to make your case for why you liked the artist. You were determined to be soft, just as he was, and there was nothing else to it. It was cut and dry. The idea of the Canada-based Jewish rapper didn't seem to have a lot of legs for marketing at the time, but ironically, these qualities truly made him stand out in the no press is bad press kind of mentality. There were a lot of haters, just people that didn't want to see him succeed. We had never seen this combination of traits before, so the world had been skeptical on his chances of long-term success. Looking back on it now, I was really just buying penny stocks of what would eventually become a true blue chip stock. Today, he can be seen as the too cool for school type who rarely posts on social media, doesn't need promotion or distribution for an upcoming album, and is doing brand deals in his spare time. But the Drake that I remember from my youth was a polar opposite. He was a sharp, hungry youth 
trying to fight for his spot in the rap and music game. In addition to a serialized Drake analysis, we are going to inspect hip-hop and popular music as a whole, from 2004 to about 2017, which to me, has truly been the pinnacle of hip-hop and popular music. I'll also be dedicating episodes to the analysis of top songs from each year, what's currently on my playlist, and even other full album breakdowns from other impactful artists. I do want to give a quick shout out to Cole Kushner from Dissect, Jinx and Shay and Kerm from No Skips, and Charles from The Ringer Music Show, as they have truly inspired me to take this on and try something new. They've shown me how fun and interesting this can be, and I'm excited to get it started. My hope is to make this same podcast as engaging and informative as possible, while still being easy enough to listen to on your car ride to work. I hope you all enjoy the show. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe as you see fit so I can grow my content and grow my following. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok and right here on Spotify. Thank you so much. See you at the next episode.